podcast episode seven today and for all the election craziness that's been going on i think i'm probably not going to talk about that a whole lot uh if you're not completely burnt out on it by now you've been willfully living under a rock and avoiding it i would imagine uh so at this point there is no winner and God knows if there ever if there will ever be one, and hopefully there won't. And then we can just watch the whole thing crumble, and it'll be fine. But what I really do want to talk about is so I've talked quite a bit over the last uh, several weeks, months about secession and kind of wanting to see the whole thing break apart. Uh, the idea that the country could potentially and in my opinion, will at some point in the next five to 10 years split up into a number of different uh, state con- state countries, uh, splitting the country up into like the West Coast, the frontier region of Montana, Idaho, the Dakotas, uh, the Southwest, the Southeast, the Midwest and then the Northeast and kind of see everything split up into anywhere from five to eight different smaller countries within our country here in the United States. And I was listening to the free man beyond the wall podcast where he was talking to Sal, the agorist and Sal had mentioned that at one time the state of New Jersey had actually put together legislation to split the state to become a, a North New Jersey and a South New Jersey. And it got, it got quashed immediately by the, by the state. Uh, but it, it got me thinking about a lot of that uh, sort of, sort of topic and sort of thing. And instead of, so there's always the big complaint about how, or at least, I've seen it circulating more prevalently here recently about how, say, all of those uh, frontier and Midwest or frontier and like Western states compose uh, 18 senators, whereas the state of California only has two. And it talks about the vast size of their uh, populations and everything. And that's the way that's supposed to work for one. Like if it wasn't for the Senate and the equal representation of the States, then there would not have been a United States to begin with. But another thing is it really, it really should be split up more so than what it currently is. If you look at, uh, and I've talked about this before, but if you look at, for instance, the state of Illinois, you have all of the Chicago and Chicago suburbs dictating policy for the whole state. And as soon as you leave Chicago on the map and you move south, the rest of the state is very, very different. And for the most part, it is a very red state. But because of Chicago alone, it creates an sort of an unfair playing field just based on that, the size of the population of Chicago. So what I think ought to happen is there are a handful of states that should be split in half. Uh, Chicago would effectively become its own state. You'd have Northern Illinois and then the rest of Illinois, uh, for the coast, 
uh, the West Coast specifically. Oregon and Washington should be split in half. Uh, you should have the coastal Oregon, coastal Washington, where Portland, Seattle, like the big cities, and then on the eastern half of the state, those states should be split in half where the eastern, more frontier parts of the state could be their own states. Uh, then for California, you would split California north and south. Uh, and like there are New Jersey, New York could be New York could be done the same way. You've got all the big cities in the southern half of the state. And then the rest is uh, mostly rural and going into the northern half of the state. The same with New Jersey, like the northern part of New Jersey is a. Uh, more the city New York suburb type, whereas the most of the southern part of New Jersey is very much that Garden State uh, farmland and that kind of stuff. So those are just several prime examples of states that could be split, and then you would give more equal, fair representation for this for the people of those states, whether they're not being overrun by well because what you, what you have right now on the state level especially where like the senate is concerned is it is a true democracy and the reason democracy fails is because it is the will of the 51 over that of the 49 and the more and more you look at these elections and the way this stuff is getting broken down that's the way it is really going in this country. It is becoming the 51 screaming louder than the 49. And that it's in a representative uh, republic like what we're supposed to have, that idea of democracy does not work on a long-term large scale. And so for, for us as a country to return to true representative republic, type of governing, we really need to split some of these big states up and get the population con or the control of, of what's going on as far as legislation and everything goes. We need to get it out of the hands of those big cities and create more of a representation on the, on the federal level. Now on the state level, you know, there's, you're supposed to have state legislatures that reflect that more closely but the problem that we have in some of the especially like california and illinois are prime examples like for as much as the state legislatures may to an extent reflect how the population tends to lean because those states are so heavily leftist so so extremely liberal at the very top end of everything, it makes it almost impossible for those for those state legislatures to to be effective or efficient in dictating anything. Because ultimately, what they're going to do is the you're going to see like in Michigan or Illinois, uh, shit, even here in Indiana, Kentucky, you get the executive orders of these governors to do whatever they think is right and completely ignore the will of the people. So we have to get, we have to have a means of resting the 
power out of the hands of those who don't represent a true uh, conglomerate of the people. Like they only represent the the fifty one percent or or what have you. And at this point, the fifty one percent is major urban areas, and then it so legislation that comes from major urban areas really doesn't do anything to benefit or or really serve the will of the people who live outside of those areas. And honestly, as you're seeing in a lot of these really big, very uh, established liberal democratic cities like New York City, like Chicago, like Los Angeles, it doesn't work for them either. That's the, it's the reason people are fleeing these places in droves because a lot of those ideas seem nice on the surface and they seem like great ideas. But as you go forward and you look at it and you dig more into it, they really don't work long term. They are they aren't solutions. They just create more problems. And that's that's the problem with the government in and of itself is the government is not in the business of solving problems. The government is in the business of creating new problems so that they can solve those going forward and continue to rob you of your money and make bad decisions so that they can then say, oh, well, we've got the solution to that and we're going to rob you of some more money to fix that, which then creates another problem. And it's the vicious cycle that never ends. So splitting some of these states up, you would really start to see where the policy doesn't work and just how badly it doesn't work. And of course, that's the reason that me saying this and as much as it would, in my opinion, it would fix a lot of the problems that we have with the lack of true representation for a large percentage of the people in these states that are not getting true representation because they are overwhelmed by that 51% or even, you know, even narrower margins than that in some cases. Uh, so the reason the whole thing would never actually happen and it's it's all just a pipe dream is because the ones who have the power in that 51%, the ones in the cities, they know that they, they know that the system is untenable for them on their own. And they also know that if they did split these states up, that that would not, in maybe, in maybe a couple cases, uh, looking at a map, like you could look at New Jersey, and even though New Jersey is very different in the way New Jersey splits out between North and South, and I lived there for a little bit, so uh, I got a, just a little bit of experience. But even even if you look at the way the New Jersey splits out from North to South, and and the way the North is so much more, you know, New Yorkish. Uh, suburb of New York type, whereas the South is much more that, you know, the New Jersey, the Garden State, the farms and, and all of that, they still both tend to vote very blue. Like there are some big red splotches through the the center part, but for the most part, they do tend to, to shake out blue on, on both North and the South. So in that case, if you're adding two senators from New Jersey, you'd be adding two more blue senators. But in the other case, if you added two from Illinois, you'd have your two blue Democratic senators that you already get from Illinois, and then you would end up getting two more Republican senators from the southern part of the state. Uh, so, like, the, the reason that it would never happen is because while it would present 
a true representation of the people of those states and of those portions of the states, it would not reflect well for the Democrats in the Senate. It would just create more of a divide because most of those newly created states would go in the opposite direction. And so there's no way that that they would ever agree to it, which is extremely shitty because the thing that the Democrats want to do right now is make Washington, D.C. a state and make Puerto Rico a state for the specific reason that they would add two more Democratic senators from each of those new states. If we're going to go create new states, we need to start with the ones that already exist and break them up and make them truly representative of the people who live there. And since we are talking about the Senate and the the representatives that are in the state senates as it is, the the way the whole thing was originally designed is they were supposed to be, uh, and for a long time they were, selected by the state legislatures, not by uh, majority vote in the states. So instead of getting uh, Illinois, for example, having two Democratic senators because Chicago controls everything and that's where 51% of the vote is going to come from, you would get state legislatures were supposed to be the ones who picked their senators. So the representatives would be selected by the states. So if you had a fair representation throughout the state of what the will of the people truly was, and you had your representatives from the Chicago area, but you also had all of the other representatives from the rest of the state, those are supposed to be the representatives of the state are the ones who are supposed to be choosing the senators. So then you get a fair representation at the federal level, not this mob rule that we have now. And it's it's a thing that everybody needs to take the time to read Hans Hermann Hoppe's Democracy, the God that Failed. Because democracy really is for all of its for all of its uh, benefits and and the things that it, it gives the the people a say and a decision and you have the rights and the will of the people, and it's supposed to be truly representative, it effectively boils down to mob rule. And in this case, the the 51%, uh, in every case, always with democracy, what it comes down to is the 51% gets to dictate to the 49%. Like it's, it's very, very rare and very few and far between that you have a majority that makes up a true like super majority that that would be necessary i i get it some some states on just a state level like uh indiana for instance that the state legislature is pretty much all republican so there is a super majority more or less in that but on average, the way it ends up breaking down, especially as you, if you know anything about statistics and the way that sort of thing works, like the further you extrapolate it out and the further out you go and the larger of a sample size you start to take, the the smaller those majorities become 
and the more everything kind of comes to the middle and starts to meet. And then it's it's really whoever has 50.1 uh, versus the 49.9. Like it, it really can boil down to just that little of a difference. And that's where democracy always will fail is because and and even if you do have a supermajority, even if it's 80 percent think this and 20 percent think that. How's that working out for minorities in this country right now? How's that worked out historically for minorities in this country? Uh, what what are black people make up 12 to 18 percent of the total population in the United States? How's that shit working out? You know, being mob rule and the majority having the say does not work out well for those in the minority. And without some true form of legitimate representation for everybody across the board, it's not going to work. And to be completely honest, government is not built to represent people fully and truly in every way like that like it's just that's not the way government works it doesn't matter what government you want to look at there is not a single fucking one anywhere in the world that truly represents everybody at any given time or any time at all that's ultimately every government ends up boiling down to some level of mob rule and more often than not, it ends up boiling down to those who have control and those who have power become the ones who maintain the control and maintain the power. And they do what's in their best interest and fuck every single one of you. So it, it really does become, it ultimately becomes a super minority that controls everybody else. And if everybody else would just wake up and remove your heads from your asses and see that I am not your enemy as a libertarian. The Republican over there is not your enemy. The Democrat over there is not your enemy. The government and those who are in charge and those who are dictating what all of us get to do, they are the enemy. If people would just wake up and realize that the true form of majority rule would be we take the power back from the super minority that is currently grinding us under their boot. I was going to talk about some other stuff with uh, elections and voting and all of that. And I ended up getting off on that tangent. And so I, I may not, I'll talk about it just briefly. And if anybody has any questions, let me know. I'll talk about it more probably on, uh, tomorrow's episode but there were a lot of rules and stipulations for who was allowed to vote and i really do want to talk talk about that and touch on that more because i do sincerely think that a lot of the a lot of the voting issues that we have in the country could be cleaned up and solved just by not letting literally anybody vote and that's going to sound super discriminatory and that's fine with me. It's probably going to be. So, a preview of what's to come tomorrow. In the meantime, I hope you have a good uh, Tuesday. And I will see you all tomorrow.